and we're outside, so I was trying to gauge my voice yeah. and not be too loud. So then I forgot to be like your one-stop chaotic shop for all things in the world of film. And there it is. But there it is. Yeah. So um, that's what the little tone, because I was thinking in my head yeah. about well, not you're, having you're the You're thrown interest. off, too. Like, this is a change of location. Yeah, we're, we are outside. Yeah. J, JP, we're filming, we're recording at JP's place. Yes. And it's 920. A little bit later uh, than A little later, but that's okay. Only I like an hour, dinner. really. Yeah, I just had, and normally we're sometimes starting this late because we were catching up on everything. Yeah, but I pull up here and you know I'm looking. We're on the back patio and there's like candles lit for me for the for the skeeters. Yeah, he says it for mosquitoes, but I feel there's a nice ambiance out here. Yeah, it's great. We missed last week because we went and saw Bo is Afraid, uh, which we're going to discuss today. Um, and we were going to immediately record afterwards and just have one episode for last week and talk about the Hudsucker Proxy inside Lewin Davis and Bo is Afraid, but it yeah. was like. 10 o'clock. Way too long. And I was like, no. No. And you had to get up early and I had to get up. Yep. Not early, but I had to get up. You know, I was just like, <laughs> I'm not doing that either. So here we are this week to just discuss it. Um, yeah. I was telling JP right before because I'm about to ask, you know, what you've been up to now because we have like a two-week gap. Yeah. Or a week gap. Is it a week? It's been two weeks. It's been a week since we, two weeks since we recorded. Yeah, okay. Uh, I was just telling him I'm in, I leave for Disney on Friday. And I'm investing. I've been in like the regular khaki short. Yeah. And they're a little short, but just, just a little bit above the knee. Well, I'm investing into the short, short era. Wow. Because I was telling JP, I got it's these. It's a commitment. I got these skinny chicken legs. Yep. And if I shaved my legs and wore heels, man, I got legs well, for days. Y'all wouldn't even know. Well, as you know now, as mm-hmm. a member of the thigh tattoo club, yes. like what's the point of getting in if you're not going to show, show off? off? I know. Yeah. Because in my regular khakis, you can only see the feet of Donald. Mm. Well, I want everybody to see the torso That feels on brand for you though. No, I need everybody <laughs> you don't to see. Want, you don't the want, problem is this lightsaber goes so far up. It's just pointing straight to your, right to my right, right testy. Right to your area. Yeah. Yep. It's be a, be a great time. And when I sit down, because these are the six inch seams I'm wearing right yes. now, the five inches show the whole lightsaber. My, eyes, my eyes are up right now. I'm not looking. You're not looking I'm at not playing this saber? game with you. Okay. No, not well, looking. It's the, it's the candles. Yeah. So, so it is, so it's a little bit different setting. Uh, I like it. Yeah. My sister uh, had her graduation tonight. Congratulations. She's, yeah. She just, uh, Got her nursing certificate, and uh, she's gonna be saving lives while we're out here podcasting. So that's a good thing. I feel like I've accomplished more in life. So that's all that matters. Um, it's yeah. a, it's not it's not a game of good luck catching up, Audrey. Yes. Um, one thing I've learned more and more is success is what you define it. <laughs> yeah, I thought I was gonna be a career like a corporate guy. This is each day <laughs> waxes forward. I realize I am like anti-establishment. Yep. I think I'm becoming more of a hippie than I ever thought I would be. I mean, yeah, you, so, you might you might get there. You might get to that point. I got a daughter, though, and hippie doesn't pay well. So I got to find somehow to be anti-establishment, but still get paid by the establishment. Mm, that, yeah. It's a, it's a, I was going to say it's a Hudsucker proxy, but I don't think that really works in this. Mm. I, th- I was trying to go for it, but I don't think that's how it works. <laughs> um, but anyway, so uh, what have you been up to? Uh, well, um, there's been a lot of work, uh, but not too much work uh, because I started, you know, Watching some TV that we can talk about here in a little bit. He's finally watching Billions. Praise yeah. Up. I can't wait to talk about it with you. I'm very excited. Yeah. I'm very excited. Yeah. You, you will not be. Uh, but uh, oh, no, nothing nothing outside of that. I was uh, very thankful to not have to come straight after uh, Bo is Afraid and record because needs some time to decompress that. Yeah, that is a film. It is great. That is like, there's only a few films I can think of off the top of my head that had me feeling, we'll talk about it in detail, that had me feeling like I did after Bo was Afraid. And that's like Splice, Mother... Um, and a couple more, but I can't think of them on top. Of yeah, that. but anyway, um, I haven't been doing anything except for playing a balls ton of what is that? It's a bug. 
What kind of bug? I don't well, know. It's, not, it's too late to be bees. <laughs> no, no, no bees. No bees. Um, I've been playing a lot of Xbox still. I've been playing Redfall, which is being universally yeah. panned. It's and a let June, me guess, you like a June it? bug. Oh, it's, yeah. Anyway. It, it do be almost June. I, I know. Um, <laughs> no, I really do like it. I mean, it's a little janky. It's got some PS2. Yeah. Did it jump right into the, mos- in the mug or into the mosquito candle? Probably. Oh. No, it's behind it. <laughs> oh, like, man, poor guy. Is that a cigar? Yeah, it's my my ash mug. I almost stopped and got a cigar. Anyway, Shoot. listen, um, Redfall is pretty good. It's like some takes me back to my PS2 jank era. That's what I've been doing. I've been playing uh, Jedi Survivor. I'm waiting That's for my birthday. Yeah, so it's, it's pretty decent. Next um, Sunday, it's it's way more expensive than the last one. I'll give them credit. They uh, it feels like. Uh, Do you ever play Dark Souls? I played. I've beaten Dark Souls three. Played yeah. Dark Souls one. Never be, played two. It, it gives big Dark Soul vibes. Did you play Elden Ring at all? Heck no. Elden no. Ring's really good. Better than I've, all the I've Dark watched Souls plenty games. of playthroughs. Uh, it is not. No. It's no. It's a great time. Yeah. It's a great I, time. No. It's not for me. It, in a difficulty kind of way. Yeah. There for the story. It's a rager. <laughs> um, no, I, I'm excited to play Jedi Survivor. Uh, Jedi Survivor too. Um, but yeah, I've been playing Fredfall and I've been playing. I t- it only took three and a half hours to beat, but I played this like Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. Game called uh, Ravenlock. It's like nice. a pixelated kind of game. I really enjoyed it. Um, I've been playing Ghostwire Tokyo still. But other than that, no, I've been. Uh, I watched a few movies, which we'll we'll talk about here in a minute. But let's first let's start. Um, unless you have anything to add, uh, let's just jump right into our trailer round. Let's do it. And I want to start with the Meg too because first of all, it made really good money. Okay, sure. People yeah. like a good creature feature. People Statham like Statham fighting a shark. Yeah, I mean, what more can you ask for? And, you know, know, people took the idea of Sharknado, and. Made it big budget Hollywood. Yeah. And it works. Okay. And then they thought, what if we introduce... Yeah, a T-Rex. T-Rex. So it, the trailer opens and uh, immediately gets me like a raging hard on because it's like, hey, 65 million years ago, dinosaurs ruled the earth, like whatever. And then all of a sudden it's got like this circle of life, the small thing, eating a, once a bigger thing, bigger thing, bigger thing, until finally a T-Rex comes chasing all these like little alligators to the ocean. Yeah. Reaches in, gets one of them, rips it out, comes back on land, but he's still partially in the water. And the Meg comes up and kills this Jurassic Park looking T-Rex and just chomps it to pieces. Mm. And the plot of this one is, you know, the trench. They discover uh, some sort of ecosystem down there. There's a giant squid they're alluding to. There's three Megs now and they're hunting in packs. Yes. And uh, it looks just absolutely... Is there a kaiju? No, but maybe. <laughs> but they got these weird, like, they took some Pacific Rim ideas yeah. from this film uh, for this one, though. But no, it's it's great. You see a lot of Statham on a jet ski uh riding the waves of these it's exactly what I would imagine with a, a man uh, harpoon you know and uh <laughs> I'm not sure what he's going to do with these harpoons but are the June bugs distracting no that's actually a bee yeah we got we got wood bees that's a wood bee yeah. I had to tell Dawson today cuz he was like ducking dodging dipping like wood bees ain't gonna hurt you man nah. they're friends they're floofy friends they yep. can't sting you i think they can bite you yes but they don't typically unless they're provoked yes so right? don't be provoking them Dawson yeah, don't be provoking bees bees save the environment i'm not sure about wood bees but I know they'll just be destroying well, they look, my I mean, deck. Watching this guy walk by me, he's got little fuzzy legs. Yeah. He's cute. Yeah. Like, he's not bothering nobody. None. Anyway, <laughs> this is now B-Pod. <laughs> yeah. we're, we're earning the top moniker of Mostly Film tonight. I mean, we're, we're reaching for that percentage of uh, untapped potential... B-lovers. Uh, yeah. So... Hit that subscribe button. Yeah, All and you, you can hear more about bees. And, uh... Like B movie films, like we're one Meg trailer two. in. This is already anyway. Meg two looks great. Uh, I'm very excited because what also gets released from the trench is a bunch of like prehistoric creatures. So you're yeah. getting a little bit of Jurassic Park um, 
Lost. Uh, what's the second one? Jurassic World. Or no. The second Jurassic Park movie. Dominion? No. No, the that original was the third trilogy. One. Uh, Lost World. Lost World. Yeah, where they get in New York. Yeah. It's giving me those kind of vibes. Nice. So I'm here for this. Um, and like I said, ain't, I, I like most of all Statham movies, so I'm, I'm, I'm signing up for it. Um, second one. I... Okay, first of all, or just the Hunger Games Ballad of Song and Fire. Yeah. Have you seen it? Have you seen all the other Hunger Game movies? Uh, I never saw the last one. I don't remember it. I know I have because uh Caitlin loves them. I didn't say my wife. Caitlin my said wife. I think it's because I'm home. Like she's here. Making um, Nutella yeah, garlic like toast. She is. Uh yeah. We'll just we'll leave that alone. You should <laughs> try it out, let us know. Uh but yeah, so I don't fully remember the whole plot line. I don't I get it confused as far as like how readers feel about it compared to Divergent, the Divergent series. Mm-hmm. It feels pretty similar. I never but, saw Divergent. Uh, it's terrible. Uh, I don't plan to watch yeah, it. Don't. It's not worth it. Um, but yeah, um, I'm. I this would probably make me watch the trilogy. So well, it's got Rachel Ziegler in it. She's on yeah. a high right now. Um, she looks great. Like not, I mean, attractive. Yes, but I'm saying she looks yeah. good in role. However. I went back and watched the original Hunger Games trailer because I'm watching this trailer for Battle of Song and Fire. I was like, yeah. something's missing. I just don't, I just didn't immediately like, I need to see this film. I was like, well, maybe it's just because I'm too far gone. This this is too teeny bopper for me. Maybe I don't like it. But no, the Hunger yeah. Games, the original Hunger Games trailer it's, had something. It's like, had like, it was an, like an intensity and fun. And I feel like it wasn't marketing. Like it just feels more original. And maybe that's because it was the first of the whole series sure. franchise. But this just feels like more of the same. And I'm just not. So does this feel targeted towards? Because I feel like as like the Harry Potter series grew and developed, the more and more like later on they were more targeted towards a more mature adult because the franchise grew with it. Do you feel like this is targeted towards more mature audience? Or no, is it, I, I it's feel just like the this same. Gave me vibe? Teeny, this gave me teeny vibes. That's unfortunate. But I mean, maybe look, hey, he's coming to see you now too. Get the heck out of here. He's a friend. He's hurting. Something's wrong with him. Oh yeah. Someone needs to rehabilitate that. Be. But uh, no, I uh, Ballad of Song and Fire. It looks fine. Yeah, Rachel Ziegler's fine um, in all all aspects of the word. But I'm just not uh, I'm not overly eager to see this. So, and I'm interested to see if there's any carryover. I'm not a I never read the book, so I'm not 100 percent sure how the worlds connect. Neither but, am I. Um, but it's it's a lot of news. People are really excited about it, so that's good. Anything to get people back in the theater. I'm 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 only here for. So, what are your anticipation hype level for this? I mean, like I said, I will, I will probably, this will probably get me to watch the trilogy again, which would probably spark more interest. Which really is more than a trilogy because it's a two-parter, Mockingbird or Mockingjay part one and two. It's really got four movies. Yeah. Well, I'm talking like the originals. Um, That's what I am to, talking about. Oh. The Hunger Games, Hunger Games Catching Fire, yeah. Hunger Games Mockingbird, Mockingbird part two. There's okay. four. I was thinking of the context of the books, but yes. Oh, sorry. Technically yeah. four. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm meh. Not not too excited yeah. about it. Yeah, me neither. Um, third trailer. Now this one I am mega excited am, about, I'm, and I'm yes. I'm tucking my penis in right now <laughs> because I have a raging boner again. Uh, Dune Part Two trailer released. Yeah, and oh my gosh, the first one was an epic. This one, I don't know how you top an epic, but this is like an epic epic. <laughs> and just from the trailer, and I'm super excited. Florence Pugh looks amazing. Austin Butler looks amazing. Um. I am terrified to hear what he sounds like just because I've still only ever heard him talk like Elvis. I I can't remember exactly. I almost went back and watched the um, David Lynch uh, Dune to to know because um, I cannot remember his actual character's name. Um, I've got it pulled up so I could actually... Yeah, Fade. I can't remember if Fade actually talks a lot, um, mm-hmm. which he's 
famously played by Sting yeah. in the uh, David Lynch one, and uh, it's it's actually pretty great. There's a pretty great fight scene there. But you you um, did watch the whole thing, right? The, the original the, Dune, the David Lynch one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it, it's it's something. Is um, it better than uh, didn't Dennis Villanueva? No, no, no. I mean, it's uh, like Super Mario. It's Brothers. impressive. I think it's uh, it tries to stay true to because there's a lot of uh, a lot of anthology to the to the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, to the books, and I think he tried to capture that, but I thought Dennis Villanueva just tried to build the world as a whole. Yeah, um, and it is going to be even more immersive. I feel like in part two, um, I feel like this is also ASMR. I feel like in the background, people who listen to this you can hear the the, hear crickets. the crickets going. It's just you like the June bugs flying. Wow, how peaceful! And they're like, "Yo, I have a boner right now. My penis is tucked." <laughs> it's like, oh, there ruins my ambience. <laughs> I mean, look at this guy. Yeah, he's just—he's just trying to get by. Good, but go away. Don't, don't, don't crush him. I could. Tr- don't crush, crush him. him. All right. My um, name is Franklin. So, who are you most excited to see in this movie? Florence Pugh. Okay. You and me and Dawson were at Paducah Beer Works the other day. And we were yeah. having a conversation about Florence Pugh and Mar- Margot Robbie. And I think Florence Pugh is the best female actress that's young. Yeah. Out there right now. And Dawson didn't really have a good comeback. He <laughs> thought he was going to. And then when we started listing off the films, I'm not yeah. sure he did. Uh, so yeah, Florence Pugh, um, I'm excited to see something. And to my knowledge, and correct me if I'm wrong, Florence Pugh, this is like her biggest blockbuster film. Uh, I'm asking. As far as is franchisable IP? Yes. Well, in general, what else? No, is she? she's in Marvel. She's... Oh, Black Widow. Yeah. That's right. I forget about I that. I mean, she was, she was in Black Widow. Um, which was she hasn't not had, a, she didn't leave. Well, she's yeah, not. This will this be like either, yeah. I think outside of I don't know what Midsummer did as far as in the box office, but this yeah. box office wise, this could be the biggest hit for her. Yeah, um, I'm excited to see her in this, and I'm excited to see where it branches off and yeah goes from there. I, I, I feel like people have got their dose of uh, um, of Florence Pugh. I'm I'm most excited about uh, Leah Sado uh, from uh, Crimes of the Future. Oh yes, I mean looks freaking. Totally underrated. I feel like for for the role that she's in, I think it'll. I, I don't know. And you get a little clip, like you said, you don't uh, hear Austin Butler talk, but there's obvious tension. Um, mm-hmm. When and, he has that, the still everybody's been sharing of him with his open, like gaping yeah, there's, black hole. There's like mouth. a monochromatic scene, and I guess his teeth are black or something colored, discolored, or he's just because got, he just looks like he's, he's going full, full pervert yeah, grandma, full gummy. And got just gummed up. Yep. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it. it Looks great. Can't wait to see Rebecca Ferguson in her, um, you know, I, I really don't know how to explain it. Uh, did, we, did you ever see um, Red Room, Red Room, Dr. Sleep? No, I did not. She's great yeah. in that film. Isn't that um, is this, uh, like the sequel to The Shining? Yes, but that's... Uh, Ewan McGregor? Yes, Ewan yep. McGregor. Mm-hmm. Really good movie. You should uh, give it a go. It's not even that scary. I believe you. No, it's really not. I believe you. Okay. Nice. Did you hear that little squeaker? Yeah. You're not going to smell it out here because you nope. got citronella candles going on here. So yeah, Dune Part 2. Uh, can't wait. I, I guess it's coming out in June. So like in a month. Whoa. I figured that was, I didn't know when the release date was. I figured that was kind it's, of a fall film. It's coming up soon, I thought. Um, but I'm all here for it. I'm very excited for it. Yeah. Details. I told you how excited I am for it. In graphic it? detail. Yeah, it doesn't show release date. Oh, well. June I'm seems early, but I hope so. That would be great. I'd yeah. be all here for that. Um, that brings us to our fourth one, Gran Turismo. Now, this isn't one I typically would put on here because I'm kind of like mad at Sony right now because <laughs> they blocked the Activision deal in yep. England, so it's put a real delay 
on the process. But anyway, because um, there's bitching and moaning, <laughs> Jim Ryan. Anyway, um, however, I ag- ignored watching the Gran Turismo trailer forever because I don't like the racing game. Yeah. I don't like a lot of racing, like sim racing games anyway, because oh. it's just boring to me. Especially um, Gran Turismo, because it yeah. is the yeah hard on of hard on yes. racing so games. So count me out. Like I like and so, like I like Forza Horizon, but that's yeah. not that's like a fun free game. Speaking of which, racing real quick. I have been playing uh, Xbox one? Free with Gold. Oh. No, well that too, but no Xbox Free with Gold games. You get two a month mm-hmm. or four months. One of them is the um, re-res Star Wars Episode One pod racing game. Oh so yeah, it's free to download. It's normally twenty four ninety nine. Yep. I've been playing it, running through the circuits. Oh man, what a great game! Still yeah. holds up pretty well. I mean, obviously it looks old as hell, but. Yep. Great game. Sorry. Anyway, um, the Gran Turismo trailer played before um, Guardians. Yes. Uh, I loved the trailer. Yeah. Like David Harbour's character. Orlando Bloom. Orlando Bloom. That was a surprise. I didn't didn't expect expect that. Um, But it looks like it's going to be pretty intense. It looks funny. I like chuckled a couple times in the trailer. Mm -hmm. Um, The fact that it's a true story is mind boggling to me. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to be pretty interested and probably a little bit invested into this film. So, and as much as I'm, you know, I'm kind of pissy at Sony right now. I really am glad that video games are now making a good, um, uh, making some headway into film and yeah. television, um, and having success for, cause a long time it was the video adaptation curse. You look at the more recently, like Assassin's Creed with Michael Fassbender was awful. Um, the Tomb Raider movie underwhelmed. Um, obviously you go back to the Mario brother stuff. It's just, you know, a bummer but thankfully with super mario brothers the cuphead show um there was something else another video game adaptation doing really well arcane i don't know I'm, i hope this does well too because i want more video game adaptations yeah. so um where are you with it because i know you saw guardians did you enjoy the trailer it looks kind of it looks well it looks very campy mm-hmm. um but i was pretty uh pretty excited to hear that like sony very easily could just roll out a bunch of you know uh, CGI like racing scenes and all that stuff mm-hmm. because I mean they obviously have like the rendered like mm-hmm. you know shots of all these cars from from the game. This game looks amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Not as good as Forza Motorsport though. Sure, yeah, but I I feel like across the board like it is because Playground Games and Turn Ten is way better than anything. <laughs> no one so, cares so about your can... video game drama. Start uh, your video game pod. Mostly leave me game out of it. Be mostly crash crashing. Uh, but the point being is is a lot of this is going to be. Um, it, like actual cars racing this will mm-hmm. be actual footage yep. um, which I think will go over well um, especially when you look at like the success of uh, Top Gun Maverick that a lot of that was you know actual shots stunts um, actual planes and all that stuff which is the the real draw to those movies so I think yeah. it'll be high adrenaline and you know if it's coming out in the summer I mean that's a pretty pretty good summertime movie to go see I, well, I was going to mention this in a minute I was going to mention that so I don't yeah. forget this year's, I think, I didn't think last year could be topped because last year you got a lot of the big hits that were, you know, delayed because yeah. of COVID. We got them last year. But this year is shaping up to be even better. Like, I'm high on my films this I, year. Yeah, I think a lot of it is just, like you said, coming out post-pandemic, people coming out to the movies again. And uh, like you said, it's just that backlog of of movies that are, you know, getting being greenlit, being sent out. Um I think this next year will be telling as far as if this continues, mm-hmm. uh, which we can probably talk about later as far as, you know, the Screenwriters Guild uh, strike. But I don't know. It's just good to to see, not in Gran Turismo case, because it's obviously a cash grab for already yeah, But at least it looks like a good IP. cash grab. Yeah. So I'm, I'm here for it. Yeah. But, yeah, exciting. You know, it's not a cash grab. 
So it kind of is a cash grab. So <laughs> most, I'm kind of here for it either most way. Most definitely cash grab. The Equalizer Part 3. How, Who's still asking for these you, movies? Yeah, how do you feel about the Equalizer series? I thought the first one was good. Okay, because... I enjoyed it. The I, second one, I was like, why is this here? I, even after finishing, I was like, this is fine. Yeah, I'll be honest. This is my type of movie mm-hmm. on paper. It's, like, this it's is the type of... John Wick. Yeah. But pre-John Wick. Because this came out before... No. no. No, it didn't. John Wick came this out came first. This came out, yeah. Yeah. Dang, John Wick's been around a while. Yeah. Well, point being, it it just it I only watched the first one, I only partially watched it. So I might need to revisit it. It just was not my taste as they're, far as they're both fine. Yeah, it's very campy. I love Denzel, he does great. Yeah, but like action scenes are almost they, they oversell it, mm-hmm. which isn't convincing for me. Right. Um and And this yeah. trailer did nothing to dissuade me that it's gonna be any different I mean, than the first two. So I will still see it because I find enjoyment out of the first two, but it's not like there's a difference between mindless enjoyment and like mindless enjoyment that's also good. You know what yeah. I mean? Like John Wick is mindless enjoyment that's also good and yeah. smart and clever. The equalizer is just brash mindless enjoyment, which is fine. Yeah. There's there's almost too much there's no, there's almost too much focus on a plot, mm-hmm. even though there's not a whole bunch. No, I plot. can't tell you anything about yeah. the plots. I think maybe there's a little girl in one of them. I mean, he's like an FBI Is agent he? who, dude, I don't know. It's been a long time since I've seen the Equalizer films. Uh, I'm sure that we could pull up the plot, but I'm not gonna worry I don't about even, that. I'm not worried. I'll say I'm not worried about it. Equalizer three, we might see it, we might not see it, oh, but no, it's I'll out there. It. I'll go see it in three. I, it'll it'll release on a Thursday night, and I'll go see it one yeah. night when it comes out. You know, well, um, what opens this week? What opens this week? Yeah. Shoot, I don't know. I mean, they might might have just left it open for freaking Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy. Either. No, I don't feel like they did. I feel like something good actually comes out Thursday, but I, uh, I'm not sure because I leave for Disney Friday, so I, don't, I wasn't planning on going to see anything Thursday night because um, that's my packing night because I haven't packed anything yet except for these nut hugger shorts I got. Yeah, yeah. boy, yippee. You like that? Nope. All that I have my hand Eyes on. Eyes up. Yep. Um, oh, Fast X. Oh fast yeah, fast him, baby. I still have very little enjoyment. Or look, what is this bee doing? Look at it; it's thrusting. He's just working, man. He's working. Where's he at? In that oh, back yeah. corner. He's just trying to get the will to live. Yeah, Franklin's twerking over here. Anyway, so that brings us to the end of our trailer roundup, and we'll yeah. get into what we've been watching. Obviously, we normally would talk about Guardians of the Galaxy three, but it's the end of the franchise, as we know it. I would assume, and yeah. Uh, no, not non-spoiler yet. You know, they they send it off pretty good. I feel like they yeah. wrapped it up pretty neat. Amazing. Um, so, but we're so we're gonna move that to Thursday's episode. We're gonna do for our topic or two. We're gonna discuss um, Guardians of the Galaxy three. Give a full breakdown of it. So uh, talk, watch it. Yeah, watch you it. Haven't? Yeah, because it will be spoilers. Yes, uh, full spoilers. So we're gonna talk Guardians three and all details. Uh, talk about the trilogy's impact on the MCU total, uh, the future of the Guardians going forward, and James Gunn his departure to DC and some of the news that's encompassed that and how it relates to Guardians. Been lots of news. Yeah, so that'll be for Thursday. So we both did watch Guardians. Um, I did give you, I gave it five stars. JP gave it four and a half. Mm -hmm. Um, So that'll be something to sit there and tantalize you until Thursday. If you haven't seen it, go see it. So um, you want to start or me? Uh, I see you go. You watch more movies than me. So I did. And I'm going to just start with Treasure Planet because, you know, you and I and our, our wives and a couple of our other friends went out to dinner the other night and we were talking about Treasure Planet. Yeah. Got brought up like three times. And the next day, that was the next day, that night. Oh, yeah. So it was the day before that then. I was talking to somebody about Treasure Planet. And yeah. then that night with you guys, we talked about Treasure Planet. He's like, you know what? I'm going to go home and I'm going to watch <laughs> Treasure Planet. Yeah. And I did. And what a damn good movie. Like, it's my, I think it's my favorite Disney movie, okay? 
Yeah, that's my that's favorite. Respect. That's respectful. It's a four and a half stars, and like, could I give it five stars? Yeah, I have had it five stars once before, but four and a half just feels right, just because animated Disney movie that overall, yeah, it's just overlooked. It's not perfect. It's not no. perfect, but it's 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 damn good, and the soundtrack yeah. is. It's just a very mature film. Yeah. For for what it is, it's a lot of a lot of mature themes. It's a lot of fun. Uh, the soundtrack is amazing. I listened to Jim's theme by John Resnick, um, lead singer of Goo Goo Doll, like forty five times that next day. Um, but no, it, it's amazing. If you haven't seen Treasure Planet, it's just a modern, uh, updated futuristic tale of Treasure Island. Um, Martin Sheen does a great job uh, as the, the as the robot. There's uh, the Joseph Gordon Levitt as Jim Hawkins, fantastic. I can't remember who does John Silver, but. He 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 was fantastic as well. I uh, found out there was a scrapped sequel to it. They were going to do a TV show and a sequel, but the box office underperformed. But yeah. since then, they call it one of Disney's greatest cult following films. Like there are fanatics of this film, and they're yeah. out there. Um, and what's exciting to me is though, I've been googling a lot because after I watched Treasure Planet, I wanted to see where people are with it. There's a lot of merchandise to be coming out from Disney about Treasure Planet. A lot of revamped interest in Treasure Planet. I'm hoping we get some Treasure Planet stuff, but I so help me if it's a live action. Yeah. The the craze that they've had of just live actioning everything. I hope everything. Little Mermaid tanks it. I hope they that ruins every live action plan they have, including Lilo and Stitch. And I, I'm, I'm fine to see Lilo and Stitch live action. Yeah. That one actually could work. Um, But no, I don't want that live action, but I will kill for Treasure Planet content though. Give me more of that yeah. IP. Every respectful. You've, you've only seen it like once or twice? Uh, I've seen it within the last couple of years and like, the things that you've already mentioned are what stuck out to me. I feel like the most is, you know, Disney knowing how to cast voice actors back then, just mm-hmm. like subtly just knowing. And there's just who, a f- yeah. innocence and a fun to it, yeah. but also like a real stakes and adventure. I mean, Gordon, like it, Gordon Levitt is like, you mm-hmm. could, you could have casted him in a live action then and there mm-hmm. and it would have been perfect. Yeah. Um, soundtrack. Absolutely. You know, mm-hmm. amazing. And, and really just like, the, the animation style as that it, 2D as it is. Yeah. but it was also a little it was sharper than some of the other yes. 2D it was it was great I think it was ahead of its time honestly um, I know people say that a lot about stuff that they've seen and no one else liked but yeah uh, but if you haven't seen Treasure Planet it's a deep cut Disney film definitely 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 need to watch um, I don't really have anything else to say about it besides it's just the best Disney movie ever made yeah so uh, um, so I'll go um, I've watched The Fugitive uh, for the first time um, it's Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford. I think it's 1999. Um, is that one of his Jack Reacher films? Uh, no, it's not Jack Reacher. Or not there's, Jack Reacher. Uh, there is a uh, Jack Ryan. Jack Ryan. Yeah. Um, yeah. Jake Ryan. No, Jack, Jack, Jack Ryan. Ryan. Yeah. Um, but it is. It's one of those movies. I mean, it's a crime thriller. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he gets framed for killing his wife. Goes to prison. He's a heart surgeon. Um, well-known heart surgeon that basically. Um, being moved from uh, one prison facility to another uh, ends up being a, an accident to where he breaks out and ensues a full-on chase uh, manhunt to find him where Tommy Lee Jones um, is. Oh, I have seen that. Yeah, he, okay. he's the U.S. Marshal that um, is, is trying to track it. him down. Um, it also did a, a, a spawned a um, movie spinoff for Tommy Lee Jones's uh Marshall character called U.S. Marshals that came out I think a year or two later. Seen seen that one. Sure. Um, but really, really Ooh, I haven't had a rye in a while. Yeah, it's good. That not you burn. Yeah, love rice. I just, I haven't had one in a while. Uh, so yeah, the fugitive. Uh, that is like 
I think four and a half for me. Um, I love I love a crime thriller. So, um, yeah, you should watch it. I will. I need to. We should do a Harrison Ford interview. I would love that. I would too. He's yeah. got some. He's got some bad ones in there too, but mostly good ones. Yep. Um, I watched a couple of new films. Yeah. Um, I watched. Let's start with the one I didn't like. So, if I you already know because we've talked about the other. Yeah. Night. If I told you, hey, I watched The Pope's Exorcist and How to Blow Up a Pipeline, guess which one I liked more? The Pope's Exorcist? No, no you would have guessed that anyway? Yeah, I would have guessed oh, okay. that. Well, <laughs> I Russell, definitely like The Pope's Russell Exorcist Crow. better. <laughs> uh, so I'm gonna, I want to talk about How to Blow Up a Pipeline. Yeah, I gave it three stars. It. Honestly, I'm probably going to drop it to two and a half. I I, I had every intention of, of watching that today. Mm-hmm. I just couldn't could not get to it because I know of how you, how you felt about it. Cause, yeah, and it's not that it's a bad movie. Like, yeah. I just thought it... Okay, so How to Blow Up a Pipeline is exactly what it sounds like. It's about a group of misfit, different cultured people coming together to do some eco-terrorism to stick it to the man and save the environment, okay? That's an oversimplistic version of what the film is, but that's literally what it is, and they're blowing up this mega pipeline. Um, A lot of the actors are lesser known. Um, So with that, you got a couple decent performances and quite a few very meh performances. Um, so that immediately was a, I didn't love because I thought the acting was poor uh, more often than not or at least just fine um, there was nothing to really that really drove emotion or investment for me from the whole time I just found myself pulling up my phone playing my Disney game because I was bored um, <laughs> yeah. they spend a ton of time telling you the why they're doing it I get it I get it. I get the why behind it there's too much time explaining it Yeah. Um, and it just felt like a I mean, how it sounds. It's literally, they tell you piece by piece how to blow up a pipeline, which is just fine. It was just fine. Everything about this movie was just fine. Mediocre, average. I I found myself being underwhelmed and bored more often. I think Franklin died. Oh, no. He hasn't moved in a long time. Mm, Yeah, he looks dead. That was me when I was watching How to Blow Up a Pipeline. That's, that's, you know, a little depressing because I really, I feel like I will enjoy this movie. Uh, not because of the geopolitical. Uh, oh, maybe it was asleep. Stakes to it, but um, geopolitical. That's what I was trying to say. Is going to go? But uh, I, I don't know. I, I've heard different things. Um, I I do understand. Like it is probably a little melodramatic. The whole the whole premise of it um, feels that way. But the way I heard it kind of described, in the sense of how these people are assembled, how they plan on blowing this up, it kind of gave up. Like oceans vibes? No, it doesn't. None no, at all. Not even well, a little bit. I promise. Tr- okay. Well, I'll give it a try. Um, and have an honest opinion. Why don't you next, give next time we get together? A try. That's not how it goes. Dang mm-hmm. it, Abby's gonna be really pissed that I butchered that. Speaking of how how is Abby handling this is a off topic? Oh, so you know what song I was trying to sing? <laughs> How's Abby <laughs> handling this? Uh, these uh, T Swift and the same way as all the other Swifties. She's in denial. Um, and she's not here for it ultimately. Um, Matt Healy would, would break her. You he, think Matt he, Healy's going to break Taylor? Not he, the other way around? He would break her. Oh yeah. If not, he'd get her doped up on cocaine. Yes, I know you saw Abby. He's sober now apparently. Oh yeah, but all it takes is one well, bad relationship. <laughs> just a little bit of time with Taylor. <laughs> really her fans, no offense. Um, the Abby got the 1975 yeah. tattoo and she also got her mm-hmm, flower tattoo. Saw it. Um, both of them really well. She did. She did well. She said the 
box actually hurt worse than the flower. That spot, yeah, that spot would hurt a little bit. Yeah, more. I didn't figure the back of your arm would hurt because it's it's a little you know um, it's a little bit more. I didn't. Batty. I guess I or didn't think whatever more sensitive hurt, area. But anyway, um, but yeah, how to blow up a pipeline? I give not recommend status for that. Okay, two. I'm, I am going to lower it to two and a half stars. I'm going to do it right now. Ah oh, man, well that's depressing. Well, while you're doing that, I'm going to lift this up by uh, talking another movie that I watched. Okay, uh, it's Tenet. Um, I did this before. Not we, a two and a half star. I, I did. I watched this actually before we even saw Bo and Bo's Afraid. So I'm not going to talk about it too in depth. But if by chance you have never seen Tenet, uh, you probably should because uh, it's it's actually really amazing. Fantastic movie. Um, let me it, give a fun fact about Tenet. Go for it. I saw Tenet. Um, in right theaters? at the height of COVID was yeah. out. No way was going to the theater, but Cinemark never closed. Right. Um, I saw it one day by myself, solo theater opening weekend. Not a single person was there, and I saw Tenet by myself that in the biggest theater, and it was great. Sounds amazing. It was, it was amazing. I also snuck Chick Fil A in that day, <laughs> so I had Chick Fil A and this theater to myself watching Tenet. So here's the thing about Tenet: it is not a perfect movie. Um, I I give it four and a half, and it is it is a high four and a half for sure. Um, but it is four and a half on concept alone? Like this is a an amazing movie, just completely conceived on this basic um, concept alone. Um, is time travel possible? Yes, obviously. But do they explain it? No. Um, but it's so well made and so stylish and the acting is so freaking top notch. Mm-hmm. You can overlook are it. Are you a John David Washington guy? I'm for it. Okay. Ever a lot since, of people e- are not ever, so big on him. Ever since uh, Black Klansman, okay. I've been... All you still in. need to watch Sorry for Bothering You. I do. Or sorry yeah. to bother you. Um, I, now, was it uh, Judas and the Black Messiah he was in? I don't no. remember him being in that. That was no. Lincoln um, Stanfield. And, yes, um, but there was another movie that I think Amsterdam Yes, he was in. With Christian Bell and Margot I, Robbie. I don't fault him for a role like that. I thought he was fine in that and movie. And there was another one that him... Well, he's in, in Malcolm and Murray was in Daya, which I haven't seen. Day. Yeah, I heard that one wasn't Mm-mm. that great. Um, but other than that, like, dude... Has chops. Oh yeah, I have no problem um, with John David Benjamin's acting. But here's my here's my thing about Tenet. Um, John David Wash, like he is amazing. Did I say Don, John David Benjamin? I don't remember. I think I just said John David Benjamin. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's the equalizer son. I mean, he's got yeah. those he's got yeah. those moves, man. Um, here's I hate, my thing. I hate that you just refer to Denzel Washington as the equalizer son. I mean, he might as well be. That's what he's signing up for. Oh man, that makes me sad. <laughs> It's okay. He's in a man on fire. Deja vu. He's got some good day. ones coming out soon. I can't remember. Uh, but here's the thing, though. He's called the protagonist because mm-hmm. he is, I guess, supposed to be the main character. Yeah. Uh, Neil, Robert Pattinson's character. Mm-hmm. That is the main character, and he was great. He he was absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, that that that's it. Like he is. No, Tim he is, is great. My, my my one question is because it is a valid concern because I thought something was wrong with me in Cinemark. Yeah. It is hard to hear. That movie is incredibly oh, hard to ins- hear and understand. Insanely now, hard. That movie fits it because it feels like it makes sense that it's hard to hear. But I don't want Oppenheimer to be like that. No, but that I, I think that's I don't think they intentionally like the sound engineers do that so that it completely makes it hard to hear. I, I thought I just, it worked for Tenet because it was disorienting. That movie was kind of disorienting yes. anyway. I think it worked in its favor though because it kind of distracts you from the lack of like Was that a helicopter or is that a car? Well, yeah, the hospital's like just two blocks around here. So there's like hell of all that stuff. Um, but so yeah, the, the plot and everything, I, I, I think that kind of helped, helped it out. Um, I need to say this. You're so ADHD. Well, uh, there's a lot more to be distracted yeah, by. There's but a ton. I, I like it. 
It makes for better content. Do you need I my? Think. Do you need these headphones? No, it kind of blocks no, it out. No, because listen, where you live? Yeah, being so close to the hospital and just the surroundings here. If there was a zombie apocalypse, you're ground zero. And every horror movie I've ever seen, every yeah. video game I've ever seen, like this is it. Your house is one of the first ones getting knocked off. Yeah, the zombies are coming here. I'm just. I can just see some people walking this way oh, right yeah. now, and that's why I keep the, that's why I keep the security light on. That's not going to deter a zombie. No, I think I can make it to my truck. <laughs> Caitlin's on her own. Yeah, she's anyway. She's, okay, she's sorry. Uh, so yeah, Tenet four and a half for uh, that half star, just for the complete melodramatic, you know, plot. Mm-hmm. Like it is, it's amazing. Um, always. What do you think of Ryan Reynolds' cameo in that film? What? Ryan Reynolds' cameo. I missed it. He's not in it. I was oh, just saying. Oh, freaking A. I was <laughs> going back. Yeah. Uh, no, Tenet's great. Yeah. Uh, you know what's good, not great? The Pope's Exorcist. <laughs> Tell me why. Um, Russell Crowe did really freaking good here, actually. That accent? His ac- no, his accent's good. But the problem is, my movie didn't have subtitles. Oh, yeah. That's and, what I hate that. And <laughs> there's only a few scenes that really need it because otherwise it's just like a word or two here or there. I don't yes. really care. But like it opens with like a four minute dialogue. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> what are you saying? Yeah. <laughs> but it's okay. I, I feel like I missed nothing. Um, so this is actually kind of based on true events minus the chaos. Like, so it was based on a real exorcist for the Pope, uh, Father, whatever, Gabriel Amort, did over like 20,000 exorcisms. And he said only like maybe... 10 of them were actual, what he considers pure evil, like Satan incarnate. The rest of them were all yeah. people who needed mental institutions or something like that, which is kind of nice to hear because, you know, sure. are all the devil, but he's like, out of my 20,000 cases, maybe 10 of them were the devil, mm-hmm. you know, which is, you know, just interesting in and of itself. But um, it's weird because Russell Crowe plays this like super cocky, arrogant man of faith, but like, it's also yeah. as a Christian, one of the most biblically, what I would consider accurate films of how. Like how, we'd Jesus be casting, ca- how we'd be casting out demons? Yeah. Well, and how demons respond. Like when you yeah. say the word Jesus and stuff like that, they actually, like, the people were like shuddering over it and stuff yeah. like that. And, you know, he was just so confident in who he was in Christ that he could be arrogant in a lot of ways. Now the demon capitalized on his arrogance too. And, mm. you know, there are some like trippy scenes in that film. But as a whole, The Pope's Exorcist is not a scary film. Okay. I don't even think you would. There are some jump scares, though. Yeah, that's the See, thing. That's I don't the do thing. Jump there are some jump scares. Yeah. But they're predictable jump scares. So it's, you kind of know yeah. where you can kind of vibe some, with some the Some good body horror, though. Oh, yeah. There's some pretty good, good. body horror. Um, have you ever seen um, Colorado Space with Nick Cage or Mandy? I need to. With Nick Cage. Yeah. There, It's like that level of growth blood, just over the top. When there is gore, it's just over yeah. the top gore. It's great. But no, The Pope's Exorcist is a really good time. And I know they're making more films based on that now. I'm all here for this. Do you think 30. 40 years from now, like th- whatever amount of time that this, this, uh, I, I actually am a firm believer that we're not going to be here in 30 or 40 what? years time. Oh, that's depressing for Violet. I oh, know. I think Jesus will have come back oh, by then. That's sad. That's the opposite of sad. I mm-hmm. want Violet. I want us to get raptured tomorrow. So Violet doesn't have to grow up in this world. So I'm just being honest. Yeah. My point being, however long it was since, uh, this, uh, saint or whatever he is, um, the exorcist guy yes however long he died in 2017 or well, something however long it took from here to now um, from now to however long that time is touch rain do you think probably yeah there's a plane over by the coke plant uh, I'm hearing things for the first time yeah. I don't sit outside in Paducah I'm learning <laughs> I'm like, I'm like a child taking things for the first time it's like <laughs> since your overload do you think uh, that 
there will be a movie about Greg Locke. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Unless he does something crazy like tries to assassinate Biden or something, then maybe. <laughs> and says he's like possessed by the devil. I, I could just see you it. You got though. a stinger on your you got a sting and an on your shoulder. It just fell into your lap. I'm not sure where it went. Oh, it's on your other arm now. Got it. See, that was important because it had a that was a stinging bug. Yeah. So we're looking out for you. I didn't get my house sprayed. Been raining for, too much though for stinging ants or just bugs in general. When I took Violet out to play this afternoon, there was a frog, a oh, rabbit, yeah. and a lizard oh, and a bird God. all in the yard. She was having a great time. She's at the zoo. I know, uh, but no. Uh, Pope's Exorcist. I actually really recommend if you're a horror movie person. I think you'll enjoy it. Now, if you're like a horror horror movie person, yeah, you probably won't love it as much. But as a whole, it's a really good film. It's a lot of fun. It's kind of funny, um, and then it gets real out there. If you're like into that, like out there, almost science fiction level demonic stuff, then you'll enjoy the plot at the end. But um, as a whole, I really enjoyed it. Uh, Pope's Exorcist. Real surprise. So far, nice. one of my biggest surprises of the year. I saw it. It's a solid. Probably for most people, saw a three star film. It's yeah. a three and a half for me just because I was so surprised by it. Nice, nice. Um, so next movies we watched is uh, I watched was Bo's Afraid, but we're going to talk about that mm-hmm. minute in, in Guardians 3. Oh, you started um, watching Silo? I started watching Silo. I just saw that. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's If it's you remember, we, we discussed this a few yeah. weeks back on the podcast. I'm, I'm, I mean, it's got Rebecca Ferguson in, in it. Um, it has her iconic, uh, just full out manic scream moment that she always those. has in movies. I feel like she's just strictly casted that for those moments. That you on the nose on the way out. Oh yeah, it's I great. Um, but it's it's pretty good. There was two episode released this weekend. Um, Apple, yeah. Apple, man, they just kind of got this. Uh, they have a niche for TV right now. Well, and, and for this type of TV, mm-hmm. um, I think when you. you I think there's a, you know, foundation. Um, who is the other? What is the other? Invasion. Invasion foundation. is the other. Yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, eventually one of these is, is going to flop, but I mean, Graham Yost is uh, the one kind of, he, he's the one that wrote this for screen, mm-hmm. um, which he was responsible for justified. Yeah. Um, and I don't which, know, man, I'm excited. You, you, uh, I, I finished justified. Yeah, that's not on here, but you finished yeah, justified. I forgot about it. Um, so yeah, I guess I'll go, we'll just knock out my TV. I, I finished Justified. Wait, hang on, but Silo. Yeah, yeah. You're two episodes Silo, in. Silo, two episodes in, high, uh, higher expectations than I expected. Did you play the Fallout franchise? I didn't, but it does give me Did Fallout they, okay. vibes. I mean, there's the Fallout series coming out this year on Amazon yeah. Prime. I'm very excited. But okay. I, I, yeah, we can talk about Amazon another time, but that is, I, I don't have high hopes for that. Um, yeah. but Silo is definitely a must watch. If you have Apple TV, definitely give it a try. Um, and yeah, um. I watched. I'm trying to get the lyrics. Talking to yourself in the mic. Try. Dang it! I'm never gonna get the lyrics right. <laughs> um, and so yeah, then I uh, I did that after I finished Justified. And what are your thoughts? To me, it's like every it time is, I rank my top ten, it's in my top ten. So shows. if we're doing tier list, you know, you're you're like S tier, F to S. Like okay. it is a top B tier movie for me. Show. Or yeah, show for me it is a top B tier movie. Um, show. Show. It could be moved <laughs> up to A if that ending wasn't terrible. So there might be hope for the justified the, yeah. city primeval. Yeah. So there, there might be primeval. hope. Um, so but yeah. How about is Boyd Boyd's character is S tier? Yeah. So that's an S tier TV character. Walton, or Walton Goggins. Yeah. Walton Goggins. Walt Goggins. Walton Goggins. Goggins. Yeah. It's it's a mouthful. So um, it's a mouthful of teeth. What it is? It is like white. Him. He's got them pearly whites, you which see him in the does dark. Not fit per, does not fit his character, but it's fine. <sighs> the thing is, 
the show came out in a time where networks prioritized longevity. Yeah, this is before streamers. Netflix yeah, is the only so one out there. They're pushing, and it was still there. like, so if a, if a season is getting good ratings, like a season is getting a good rating, like they're going to push for another season, mm-hmm. regardless if you've tied up a storyline or not. Yep. And you could just kind of tell it, it dropped off. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was, it, it dropped off. I feel like they tried to tie it, tie it up, uh, tie some things up pretty quickly and it just didn't sit right with me. I give him a shake every once in a while. Yeah, because of the bugs. <laughs> um, but yeah. Which, I, I will say, Raylan Givens and Boyd Crowder are one of my favorite TV pairings. Yes. I very much enjoyed it. And I, did, sh- I did not care how much the show wanted me to sympathize with Nazis, though. <laughs> Dewey, <laughs> yeah. Dewey, Dewey Crow is the, is the whole Crow family. Is not worth my, uh, what, my uh, sympathies. What did you think of. Um, Freaking Michael Rappaport. Yeah. Absolutely how his terrible. character ended up. Absolutely terrible. New York accent trying to sound like a freaking from the Glades type of. Awful. <laughs> freaking. I I wanted someone to. I wanted in the moment where he does die. I wish his head just would have been blown off. So I would have had that satisfaction. Yeah. Is rough. But as a whole, I really justified introducing some of my all time favorite TV characters. Yeah. Mags. The, um, I love Boyd, the. I love the. Raylan. Uh, introduction to. Uh, uh, oh, shoot. And then the butcher, the black guy, I can't remember his name either. What's his name? Uh, I liked his character. Limehouse. Limehouse. Um, freaking the last season. Uh, oh my God, why am I forgetting his name now? Don't know, it's been too long for me now. But that's freaking great. Freaking, he's the cowboy dude. In, every, in everything. The cowboy. The dude? Timothy Oliphant? No. In um, Big Lebowski. Sam Elliott? Sam Elliott. Oh, yeah. Okay. Elliott, yeah, that was it. I had Sam, but I did not have the... Elliot, yeah. Um, Sam Elliott, um, that character, like that was, I, I was, I was expecting like two more seasons with that character. Mm-hmm. Honestly, the way they, they ended it, yeah. So, anyways, um, would you recommend it to people though? Even I would. Though it's dated? Yeah, I feel like it's. I feel like there's a lot of callbacks to show to a show like that mm-hmm. in current movies. So yep. current shows. So yeah. So and then after I finished that, I jumped right into Billions. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll be honest with you, man, you're not loving it. I'm not. How far are you into it? I'm almost finished with the first season. Okay. Um, this show is way too. <sighs> what is the word? I've been I've I've been trying to I've been simmering you were trying to on say this. raunchy the other night at the brew it house. It is raunchy. It's not too raunchy. So the show instead of. So this is Billions yeah. on Showtime, starring yes. Damian Lewis and Paul Giamatti. Yes, Paul Giamatti. He's great. His acting in the great. show is phenomenal. Uh, the Axelrod character, though. Damien Lewis, yeah. I don't care for him. Yeah, Axe. I, I didn't either. At I'm first. hopeful. I'm hopeful that they do a little bit more character development. Well, he, you're going to hate him no matter what. You I, always hate Bobby. No, I, I understand that. I feel like the show. I love his assistant, though. I can never remember his oh, name. I hate him. I love him. The See, little... that's. The, and that, I, it feels campy. And I've, I feel like I've been using campy a lot tonight, but it feels like an over dramatized. Uh, it campy. feels like an over dramatized version of Succession. No, not. I'm telling you, you watch Succession. This is nothing like su- Succession in so many ways. Mm. The, like the way that, that Billions tries to like heavy handedly explain to you what's happening in these trade deals mm. and, and all this stuff. Succession just like completely 
just the, the gloss matter. is over yeah. it and they co- they just solely focus on the character I feel dyna- like, dynamics. I feel like after watching billions each episode, I've learned yeah. actually I could go make work in the stock market a little bit after each episode. Yeah, and succession would make you realize that absolutely anybody could do this shit. Yeah. <laughs> Without so, any qualification. Yeah, and billions all. is like the total antithesis of that. <laughs> exactly. So there are there are elements that I like about billions as far as just the storyline. Um, there are some like Mad Men was it it reminds me more of like a Mad Men mm-hmm. to where you had your a tier plot, you had your B tier plot and your C tier tier plot to where the all BDSM these different plot. That's uh, the best plot. I don't again. <laughs> I don't understand this this um this uh, glorification isn't the right word, but like this fan, fantasization of like characters in these people in these type of power roles, power roles, which Paul have these, have like these this types of vices. DEA, yeah, yeah, yeah. That that. And his wife is a dominatrix. Yeah. So. So it, it just it just feels like too much sometimes. And I, for all I, I you sons of anarchy, wet dream folks out there, it's Tara from Sons of Anarchy. So. <laughs> I I do enjoy her character. She's great. Yeah. It is. Um, oh, I can't you remember feel that her breeze. Name. Yeah, that was a nice oh, breeze. No, oh, it's nice. Okay. But no, Billy, I'm glad you're watching it. Yeah. I, to me, I think it does get better each season now. But I'm not current. I'm now a full season behind. I'm going through it um, quicker than I expected, which is is promising. Um, but it is a turn it on and do some work and yeah type of show for strong me. performances in that yeah. show across the board though. But it's a showtime show, you kind of expect it. Um, so that's it for you then. Yeah. So now that brings us to Bo is Afraid. Let's Oh get my gosh. I'm actually glad it. we had some time to th- sit on this because yeah. what a film, bro. Ari Aster has delivered three bangers and three wildly different films. Hereditary. So if, if I'm ranking these, it's hereditary, Bo is Afraid, and Midsummer, but like Midsummer is not like a far third or anything like that. Yeah. And Bo was in a far second. I read it. I'd actually, I, I told, I told JP after watching the film, I think Bo was afraid is infinitely more rewatchable than Hereditary and Midsummer for me. Yes. But Hereditary to me is just, man, you can't get much better of a film than that. And Midsummer is probably arguably a better film too. Um, but yeah. Bo was afraid. I gave it five stars. JP gave four and a half. Four and a half. Yeah. Um, I don't, it's hard to even decide where to where to begin, which is its which is its um to me its greatest asset. But I can also see where others are people giving it two stars because it's just so chaotic from beginning it, to end. It is a three act play. Yeah. Um. It, it, and and I mean, really, before we even saw the movie, I kind of expected it, it is described as an odyssey mm-hmm. in a lot of ways, which it is. It's um, fitting. Yeah, it's very fitting. Um, but I kind of expected to see. Bo as a child, Bo as a man, Bo as an old man. Did we um, ever really see old man Bo? Yes. Um, I think it's supposed to be, re- he's supposed to be represented. This is going to be a spoiler. So if you haven't seen Bo as Afraid, you might as well just wait till you have and yeah. check back in. But I think he's supposed to be that old guy. In the, the play. Yeah. Oh, in the play. Yeah. And, oh, okay. and in the attic. And, okay. Dude, there's some, there's some parts where it, it just gets bonkers. Yeah. And, I tried to keep up with it. Yeah, um, but yeah, I, I thought that was kind of what we were supposed to, to, that that was the journey that we were going on. I just couldn't get past his nuts, though. That's the problem. <laughs> there was the moment, <laughs> there was the moment when he's hit by the, the van in the first, uh, the first act. And yeah, it just, they were there, just freaking cantaloupes, just giant testes, purple cantaloupes just flowing around. Uh, in the air and you um, see him again later and they're huge and then you yeah. see him again there's a whole animatronic dick monster in the attic which is his that's dad. what I keep telling people ask me what I think of Bo is afraid I'm like well if it tells you anything and the first thing I say is like there's like a 10 foot animatronic dick monster that impels a dude with his like Spider-Man tentacles 
Yeah. They're like, what? I'm like, yeah. And he gets shot, the, that giant testicle or giant dick gets shot in the balls like eight times and doesn't flinch. <laughs> so if you weren't expecting that, well, you, we gave you, you should have t- not tuned out. But what? honestly, that doesn't even spoil anything. There's nothing really to spoil about Poe's Afraid except for the very uh, ending. Yeah, the ending is... Um... My my biggest problem with Bo is afraid. It's not the movie itself. Is the is the is the uh, chatter around it? Yeah, they were like, oh 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 oh, Ari Aster doesn't need to be working out his uh, mother issues on the screen. I don't get that from this. So I I kind of we talked about this a little bit, um, Yumi and Dawson. Um, I I don't I, I, let him like like let him walk through like that is that is art. Yeah, is expression of you know your feelings your experience but even then he does it in such a far out just in batshit insane yeah. way it wasn't like i was watching wow this is pathetic this dude it, working out of stuff it on felt screen. intrusive yeah in some ways because of maybe how real and how graphic it felt and that's maybe only in the first act the second act as each act unfolds it gets more and more just just insane. i don't know man that that last part that felt very the court the trial no, no. Whenever he's is in the house. Yes, in the house at the fu- at the funeral. Yes. Yeah. Um, the shiva. <laughs> it's shiva. Oh, shiva. Yeah. Uh, but they kept saying that. I kept thinking summer shops. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I. What was I going to say? Um, we we're talking about mommy issues. Yeah. Screen. So so we talked about when we, you, me, and Dawson were talking. Um, Bardo was a movie mm-hmm. that I that some people love, some people didn't. I love hated four, four stars for me. Um, compared to Bo is Afraid, um, since it was I think straight to Netflix, it didn't get the same uh, viewing mm-hmm. that Bo is Afraid is getting, but a similar. And it's a foreign language film, doubly so. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, no, it was. Yeah, um, but I hated that movie. Um, I know. Bardo, <laughs> Bardo, uh, because it was. It was that movie was self indulgent. It was self indulgent in the way of like putting yourself on a pedestal and saying, "Why do you people hate me? Why do you people not give me?" It wasn't a metaphor. Like I feel like Bo was afraid. Was yeah. obviously he's, he's working through some shit from his childhood and stuff. But it's also more metaphorical than it is like See, on the nose. Like I think Bardo he's worked more through it. I think he's worked through it. I think people get yeah. this. This yeah, people just assume oh he's he's messed up like. In interviews, Ari Aster has said that like he's wanted to make Bo's Afraid. Like Bo's Afraid would have been his first movie. Mm-hmm. He did a short short film uh, coming out of college, uh, film school about Bo, um, and it's out of that that film that this whole concept came out. Um, but he ended up making Midsummer Midsummer first. Yeah, and you know the rest is history. Yeah, um, and so. Who knows if, if Bo was afraid was the first movie? I'm out of it for him. Uh, Same way know, if, if Noah Bombach would have done White Noise first. <sighs> Shoot. Who knows? Uh, well, what was your favorite favorite act? One, two, or three? So, act one, you have him living in his apartment, scared of everything, you know, living through it. It's like act two is the yeah. fairy tale in the woods, and act three is coming to grips and coming I'll home. Tell you, I related most with the first act. Uh, Why? <laughs> because I'm someone that struggles with anxiety. And not not to that level, holy shit! No, but but it was it was the most dramatized version of what anxiety mm-hmm. feels like. Um, I liken it to that one episode in the bear, uh, the episode takeout six, the takeout uh, episode. I think yeah. it's episode Five. seven. No, episode seven because it's eight, eight, it's eight. Where everybody episode. quits and the machine keeps. Yes, yeah, okay, yeah, that's yeah. episode seven. Like that is what anxiety feels like for me, mm. and and you know, Caitlin. Uh, some of our 
our more frustrating conversations come out of my inability to travel, my my lack of want to travel. Mm-hmm. And because uh, you're scared? Yeah. Of what? I hate traveling. The, well, now, the, now the, I see the, you're going to get shot anywhere yeah. you go. So, I mean, just so one of the critiques of this movie sometimes is like, this is not real life. Like, how is this, you know, this isn't possible. <laughs> and, if, and the thing is, like, if you have to ask those questions, in you the shouldn't be going the movie. to the movies. You're not fun. Yeah. This is, it's not, it's not for you. Yeah. And so I think overall, like it is meant to be how Bo views the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it is a literal representation of what is going on in his mind, whether it's like that or not is left to be, you know, known. But, um, but yeah, that's kind of what it's like him, him thinking about having to go across the street, like, that's what it's like to for get me the to get the water. Yeah, to get the water. Freaking hey, man. It's it is is absolutely insane. But I probably enjoyed the second act the most. If you would have asked me right, if we were to record it right afterwards, I would have said the third act was my favorite. After time's <laughs> fast, the second act was yeah. my favorite. The second act was the the second act was to me where Ari Aster shines. It's pristine Tory storytelling. Yeah. Fantastic set design, character development, rich plenty of rich lore there. The play is like multiple subtext given without getting lost in the weirdness of it. Yeah. But it was still weird. I thought I thought the second plot where he's at the, like the little camp in the fairy tale, you know, lost in the woods. Loved was it. Yeah. Fantastic. Uh, the, and then probably the third act and the first act. But well, and then, really and then you get the action scenes at the camp too. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I don't, I can't remember if I laughed out loud or I, not. I always thought that was, I kept thinking that was the mountain too. The mountain? Game of Thrones. Oh yes, the the, the, uh, guy who, the the crazy war veteran. Yes, who Jeeves. was chasing Jeeves. Jeeves. Yeah, um, Teefs. R.I.P. Baby. Teefs. Yeah, we'll get to him. Uh, he is in Inglorious Bastards, though. Who? Teefs. Uh, te- uh, no. <laughs> so I Jeeves. That. Jeeves was. Hey, look, this is the bastard that was on you. Oh yeah, get, don't flick him. At me. Don't flick him it's right there. Oh dang, he's gone. Um, but yeah, Amy Ryan and. Uh, Nathan Lane mm-hmm. as a couple. Speaking in this movie. that couple reminded me. Have you ever seen the Paul Walker movie Running Scared? Get it. Hey, you're not cute. Hey, <laughs> piss off. <laughs> Franklin's just passed out of sleep. I think he's sleeping. That's right. Uh, uh, did you ever Lane. see Running Scared? I don't think with I Paul had. Walker. No, that's a must-watch film. It's fantastic. Um, that whole scene where they have um, Bo. And they took Bo, whatever, to their oh, house. Yes. Gave me hella running scared vibes. Now, granted, in running scared, they're child pornographers and they kidnap kids, do child porn with them, and then kill them. Uh, but if you saw running scared and then watched Bo's Afraid, you would get what I'm saying. Okay. But the whole time I was thinking, wow, someone watched running scared and put this in there. But, <laughs> yeah. And, you, uh, and whoever's listening, have you seen running scared and you're watching, you saw Bo's Afraid? Like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. I get that connection. And if you didn't, then, you know, you show off. Mm. I'm right, you're wrong. Uh, what was the biggest twist for you and Bonus? The penis. Afraid? The penis. I mean, for his, fact, his the penis. dad's a real dick, man. That blew my mind. I didn't. <laughs> I wasn't expecting anything in this film. Yeah, but I definitely didn't have ten foot animatronic penis on my list with so Spider Man. Did you see? Did you see the plot twist though? Like, whenever you find out that the reason he doesn't have a dad is because he had sex and he died. Like, yeah. did you see that coming? No. Uh, and when he came in his yes. childhood sweetheart and she died on top of him, like frozen. Oh, that was amazing. Like a statue. That was, that was something. Honestly, I guess the biggest twist for me was the very ending 
like the whole being tried yeah. and the random court of peers, whatever, like that was, and then the whole 10 minute ending of just being underneath the water boat, you know? So is the issue really, so is the issue that Ari has the fact that he's such a people pleaser that he has mommy issues because of it, or is that he has mommy issues, which results to him being a people pleaser? Cause I think, I think it's the latter thing is he has mommy issues. Yeah. And then he's a people pleaser now. It's a layered film, it's and it's a definitely warrants multiple rewatches to even understand. Ari Oster, Ari Oster even said, like in an interview, that there are multiple like um, Easter eggs in this. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know if it's to actual like other movies or if it's to certain castmates or, or or whatever. But a real movie buff would uh, probably find some uh, cameo. Well, I got a lot of Hereditary and Midsummer vibes in this film during different yeah. scenes too. So, uh, it's all there. I actually want more of this kind of stuff from Ari Aster. I thought I thought he excels in the weird and the extraordinary, so I would like more of this. So there is a uh, so the person that ends up finding his mother dead, um, which is why he's basically making this trip, um, is a parcel carrier um, who is played by Bill Hader. What a shock! Was, <laughs> I was not ready. It for was that. amazing. You, don't, you um, only get to see a side of his face. Which, if any of you have been watching Barry, which I should have mentioned, as far as what I've been watching, I've been watching Barry. It's freaking amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Barry recent or Bill Hader recently um, talking in an interview had said that um, he is, um, you know, obviously this last season of Barry is gonna he's gonna go into better things and. Uh, I feel like this last season has basically just been him because he's directing the whole season Um, has just been his full on audition portfolio making of his range as far as a director because it's all over the place. Um, But he had said that he wanted to do a horror movie and and seeing him in in Ari Aster film made me realize like this is like this is it like this type of horror and there's glimpses of it in Barry as far as the potential of it. Um, But I could Whole heart, like I, I would not be surprised five years from now, Bill Hader is releasing a movie that Ari Aster is producing. I'd be here for that. It I'm would fine be with that. freaking amazing, I'm, stylish I'm, I'm, as okay. hell. Mm-hmm. I'm all here for it. So, uh, Bo was afraid ultimately. I 10 out of 10 recommend that movie. Yeah, uh, watch it with some friends. I don't recommend you watch that movie if you partake in the drugs. I have to say, this is probably not a fun movie to go watch. <sighs> yeah. I don't. I don't think I would enjoy it. I would take a Xanax and just uh, let it wash over you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, just like, just let like it happen. Water on a duck's back. Yeah. It's a. Uh, it's a film. That's that's for sure. <laughs> well, that wraps up what we've been watching. Uh, we have some news to cover through. Most of these will be just kind of like normal rapid fire. Yeah. Uh, first one. Jamie Fox is still hospitalized. Like three weeks now. Yeah. Because two weeks ago we mentioned this and said, "Well, it's probably not a big deal." They apparently he's getting better, but apparently he's not. Um. So yeah. Apparently he had a stroke and it's not a good one. Well, I, I don't know if there's any such thing as a good stroke, but okay, unless it's on your junk, <laughs> stroking that dick. Anyway, uh, yeah. So you know, R.I.P. or not R.I.P. <laughs> Jamie Foxx. <laughs> this is gonna be released tomorrow. So if if in the next like twelve hours I'm he does die, yeah, knock on my door. This is gonna be this is gonna be a mostly film curse. We're gonna be famous <laughs> and for the wrong reason. Uh, but no, I hope he gets better soon. Jamie Foxx is yeah. a phenomenal actor. But yeah, something I don't feel like we're getting the full story though, because yeah, we're all, we're going on a month of this now, and you know he's still yeah. Maybe Chris Brown got a hold of him. <laughs> he got a hold of Usher apparently. Apparently, and then someone else the next night at a different birthday party. Oh Jesus, yeah, he's on a roll. 
Um, second one. Have, okay, have you ever seen Lord of War? I haven't. I saw this. Fantastic. I saw film. this posted today. Um, this news posted today, and I it's it's been on my radar. I just I never never think of it. Lord Lord of War. Um, got the original director coming back. Nick Cage is coming back, and his son is being played by Bill Skarsgård. Is it a um? It's a sequel. I, I know, but is it like a uh, gun? Um, He's an arms dealer. Arms dealer. Yep. Yes. Jared Leto's in the original. I don't think he plays his son though. Been too long. Gotcha. Unless 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 Bill Skarsgård is replacing Jared Leto as a son. But I'm not sure. But Bill Skarsgård, Nicolas Cage, and Lord of War, I'm all here for that. Sounds, I mean, sign me all the way up. Because Lord of War is one of those uh, dry comedies. It's a, you know, kind of a drama, but it's also a comedy. So, and after seeing Bill Skarsgård and some of this comedic stuff a little bit lately, I'm, I'm, I'm really, really here for this. So, you need to watch Lord of War. Will do. So, um, the next one, the Writer's Strike, Writer's, the Writer's WGA, Guild. Uh, Writer's Guild of America. Yeah, yeah, Um, They're still striking. Uh, Maybe start, striking. And it's already starting to impact stuff like Severance, Season 2, the Blade reboot, Daredevil Reborn. They're all halted. Um, yeah. What are we striking over? Uh, we're striking over pay. Okay. Didn't we just do this? Uh, like a four, few yeah, like four or five years ago. Uh, but the, it it didn't go to an actual strike like these con like their contracts and you know, these contracts go up and they go back to the table and they they talk over different conditions. Mm-hmm. Um, the last well known strike was still on we, ten or twelve in, years ago. I was maybe. an adult or yeah. close to it. Well, famously, it completely I guess ruined the the last the thing that people like to meme about is uh the Friday Night Lights uh plot twist of uh jesse plumman's character and killing another a man. one it was another one yeah. too um like this is what happens when people that have no right being in writers rooms like mm-hmm. write and d- basically direct these these movies without yeah. the actual vision of those that are making it so i'm all for the strike i just hope it ends soon i don't I see it ending t- soon because these medical right disney's already telling people like all right whatever come back don't come back there's layers to it because um andy greenwald um, he, him and, uh, Chris Ryan do the watch podcast. They have an amazing discussion. You should listen to it because it's really informative. Um, Andy Greenwald is a writer, so he is actually a part of the strike and mm-hmm. his insight on it was like really amazing. Um, and I think the, the SGA, SGA is obviously in one mind, one accord, like they're like, want to get this done. Whereas the, um, there's an acronym for all these different studios and, mm-hmm. and everything, but they are far as far as can be, as far as all this goes, you've got, you know, network companies like basically Sony. Um, I think NBC, like all these different places that have actual TV, sh- TV networks and mm-hmm. stuff that would, I, th- I would think want to get this done quickly, but then you've got your Netflix, your Disney's, your Netflix, your Amazon's that, like no, nah, we can churn out, you know, is it cakes and all that type of shows, and still have revenue, and we can have our tech-based companies churn out AI-based scripts and mm-hmm. just like basically business as usual in a lot of ways, and and that is what these writers are basically a majority of them trying to fight for is the ability to have ownership of these these scripts and not basically uh, be considered. Um, it's not a gig economy. Yeah. To where you're you um 
it, it, it's not bouncing from job to job to job to where you can have something that's more um, solid and uh, have a, have an actual foundation in this in- industry. So yeah, you should you should listen to that uh, the watch. Um, I'm gonna be honest with you, it sounds not for me, bro. It's this Writers Guild thing, man. I just don't care. You should care. I should it care. Affects, I know that it, aff- it, affects, it affects everything, everything you watch. Thing, I I care about it selfishly. I mean, se- I don't care about. I don't care about the Severance, mega studios. Severance already had big issues because of the director, the writers, yeah, yeah the head showrunners. They brought in, like, I think we mentioned that last time. They yeah. brought in House of Cards guy secretly behind the scenes to help mm. get it going. Um, yeah, I mean, selfishly, I want it done, but I don't care who wins. I just want more content. You, know? you don't want good quality content. I do. I'm saying I don't care so who should... wins. I just want good quality content. <laughs> you but should I think care. So, I, I mean, let's be honest. Twenty years from now, AI is going to give better content any of us can give. Just accept, just embrace the future. See, I'm I, I I get I get AI, but I think overall AI is bad for us. I've seen our robot. It is bad, and for someone who thinks we will be here twenty years from now, I said thirty or forty. Thirty to forty years from I didn't now. Say twenty years from now. I I would prefer AI to to not be as as well developed. No, I don't want it either. But I just want good content. I don't care who makes it. If if people had it their way. People had it their way. The writers are going to win. The writers are going to win because we're still here. We're in Biden's America. The point, make I I do agree with you, but the point being, everybody's sitting there scratching their head, going, "What the hell does that mean?" <laughs> in terms to AI and the writers' guild, I I think you are right, but the point I'm the point I was making though is this could go on for a while. I know, and I'm dreading that because you know yeah. what it's going to be news cycle. Every damn day. It's going to be Maddie Healy and Taylor Swift. It's going to be freaking the Rider Strike and it's going to be freaking Activision, <laughs> Blizzard, Xbox, Sony. That, that is all that my Activision, damn... I never see that. That's all my Twitter is. That is, all your, my that is your AI generated... Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how Taylor and Maddie got on there. Uh, because of your wife. I guess, but they must listen to me because I haven't been searching it. <laughs> yeah. And also... Don't give me Kentucky basketball news. Apparently Aaron Bradshaw is going to decommit from Kentucky and go to Cal. Yeah. USC. Yeah, or yeah, USC because of Bronny so. James. Well, Calipari's at the Lakers game tonight, cutting it up with all the uh, coaches and stuff like that. He's doing, you know, he's uh, he's looking at LeBron going right now. Listen, you I will take kill you if you take Aaron Bradshaw from me. <laughs> what the hell? Who just crawled onto my phone? Kill that thing. Don't flick it, Jesus. Yeah, we're we're in the we're in the outdoors, man. We get wildlife out here. You didn't see the cats walking by earlier? Listen, I want to talk about cats for a minute. <laughs> I went into your house and I'm notoriously allergic yeah. to cats and I also just don't like them and they don't like me. But your mean cat, apparently yeah. the mean cat doesn't like you, buddy. Didn't no. hiss at me or anything. Even gave me some rubs. He hissed at you afterwards. No, he hissed at you afterwards. Yeah, because he was set off by you. Well, he saved his energy for you. Yeah. Most cats immediately are like, whoa, F this guy. He has a bad vibe. Your yeah. bad vibe cat. Since my bad vibes and we vibed. He did not vibe. Trust yeah, he me. did vibe. He did not like the you. The dude abides. We abided together. Um, anyway. My cat Blue is amazing and nobody understands him. He's I no, understand him. I feel like we no. we connected on a personal level. I'm telling you. Anyway, I hope the writer, the writer strike ends too because I want Severance Blade and yeah. Daredevil amongst other things. You know what I don't want? I don't know. Let me look. Any what? more <laughs> Little Mermaid anything at all. Zero. Yeah, none. they're not helping themselves. They released. Did you watch it? They kissed the girl 50 second teaser today. I didn't count your fucking blessings. It is so <laughs> bad. It is so bad. Every time they release something, I expect it to be better and it's worse. Every time the acting atrocious. Whoever plays Prince Eric, 
in this the yeah. kiss it's the whole kiss the girl scene it's like almost the whole scene of it it is so bad i want you to pull it up and they're having to basically like in some ways redo it pull it up i oh man trust me this is one of those ones i need you i can't I want, play it on here though play it on your phone i know but i don't like i can't like play it through the pod no no, no i just want to watch your face that's it i want to watch your face while you watch this and like flounder comes out of the water looking like this ugly ass fish and just says something like whoa it's awful but the acting is terrible. The CGI looks atrocious. It looks like it has sunglasses over the lens of the camera. It is one of the worst looking scenes of any like big budget film I've ever seen in my life. And I don't know how this got greenlit. I genuinely don't understand how this film continues to just... And people celebrate it because they're afraid to say anything about it. Because, Oh my gosh, he's a racist... Because he doesn't like the Lord well, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't It just looks like the, ass, Holmes. Looks yeah. like ass. It looks bad. Is this it? Looks like a wrinkly grandpa ass. It's not good. Let me see. What do you got? It just says fastest growing mobile provider. Yeah. All right. Here we go. <laughs> the acting none of this looks real it looks awful like this looks like this was actually shot in oh oh it gets worse this looks like this was shot in an actual like that, the, that scene made me want to vomit getting it, squirted in the face the smile and like the immediate series oh that part. It, it looks like it was shot in an actual Disney ride though like it looks like they just went to Disney World and and just shot this whole scene. Disney rides look better than this. No. No way. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. That's that's terrible, right? I don't. I feel like I'm not trying to like harp on here. I was fully anticipating not to bring this film up at all, and then I saw that trailer today. Yeah, that's rough, man. I, like I, I can't get past any of the character designs. Sebastian Flounder, they look terrible. Yeah, I just and this movie didn't get need to get made for a plethora of reasons, and it's just a bummer. That's all I gotta say about it. Now that you've seen it, we're on the same page. Unless, <laughs> yep, you, unless let's, you have an alternate take, nope, let's move it right along. Okay, uh, Tom Cruise accepted his MTV Movie World for Top Gun Maverick while flying a World War II fighter plane. <laughs> of course he did. I honestly forgot that the MTV Movie MTV Movie Awards were going on. Same. Drew Barrymore backed out last second because of the Writers Guild. Yeah, good for her. Yeah. So I mean, those and award shows don't happen. Tom Cruise like I'm writers. not coming, but I will be up in flying up, flying a plane. <laughs> I kind of get tired of his publicity stunts for Top Gun Maverick a little bit. I think uh, everything's Top Gun Maverick. Top Gun Maverick is a great film, but like I'm tired of hearing about it now. Hopefully, I, this is the last award cycle. Yeah, I'm ready, Tom Cruise, to move on to Dead Reckoning. I'm ready for Dead Reckoning. Who would win between him and Wick? <laughs> it's got to be Wick. No, it's definitely Wick. Okay. Um, but no, I just thought that was kind of a neat, but also I'm tired of the. <laughs> Tom Cruise stunts. Yeah. Um, Carl Urban, did you watch the first Mortal Kombat came out a few years ago? I did, yeah. It wasn't bad. It wasn't good. It wasn't bad. It was, uh, you know the the meme of the horse picture, horse drawing? Game of Thrones. That meme? Yeah, that, that meme. Well, that's where I've seen it. That, yeah. That's, yeah, Star Wars. that's that's how I feel about it. Um, yeah. It was a bad ending. Um, yeah. An interesting premise. There were the some good castings yeah. as a whole. Um, this is a step in the right direction. Carl Urban... Yeah. recognizable name good actor really does well in these campy type things yeah 
um, getting cast uh, looks like he's actually casted as Johnny Cage in the new Mortal Kombat film. Um, they, but people are mad because they wanted the wrestler, the Miz. Yeah, to get it. I, I well, don't that would have made me ten times less interested yeah. in Mortal Kombat two. But Carl, because I, I wasn't interested in Mortal Kombat two to begin, you know, I mm-hmm. watched it. But um, but Carl Urban, they start casting people like him. Yeah, I mean, you're never gonna get your Leos and Chalamets and Pratt's yeah. to be in here, but you get Carl Urban and those that caliber of like B tier but good B tier. I'm here for that. Like, give me a give me a Nick Cage's uh, Raiden. I feel like uh, let's get something straight. I don't know the Mortal Kombat lore. I've only played the games. The best one, Mortal Kombat versus DC. Sure, for the Xbox 360. Yeah, great game. Uh, Baraka but, was broken. But the uh, the Miz character um, casting someone like that, like I feel like the WWE people are already like fans of Mortal Kombat. So you're not mm-hmm. gaining fans. You cast a Carl Urban, who is in one of the more popular TV series, and the Boys. was Judge Dredd. And, yeah, I like mean, like it is like you you you're casting a bigger net for an on X Men too. Yes, he was. I don't know who. I can't remember. I can't remember. Either, but I think he was an X Men. He was um some like the original X Men. Yeah, the original. Yes. Trilogy. Yeah. Anyways, uh, Carl Urban's good casting. Um, mm-hmm. so I agree. I'm excited for that. Surprised by it, but yeah, happy with it. um, what I'm not happy with, and I, and I just just by word of mouth, everybody says Yellowstone's amazing. Ah, uh, yeah, I haven't seen it. But everybody I've talked to loves it. Well, it's officially breaking up between Kevin Costner and Yellowstone. Um, this last season's the last season and the Yellowstone proper like the OG Yellowstone is done they're done with it because yeah. the Kevin Costner and them can't get it can't don't want to work together anymore so they're sunlight sunsetting the the OG Yellowstone and they're gonna green light another one with Matthew McConaughey as the lead uh, I feel like that's a role McConaughey yeah. born to play a ranch owner and a western <sighs> I would have I would have loved to see him in a, preferably some more um, True Detective. Oh, he, you know, he something like he's that. doing one. Him and the writer of True Detective are teaming up for another. It's a series somewhere. I saw it today. I didn't add it in here because I don't remember where I saw it, but it's new. Okay. So you're going to get more of that. All right. I'm pleased then. Have you seen that Woody Harrelson think? and Matthew McConaughey believe that they're brothers? Yes. <laughs> I mean, whatever. Woody Harrelson's. I, I freaking. I forgot a series. I, I started watching White House Plumbers. Yeah, with Justin Throw and it is, it is, uh It is the most Cohen. TV series without the Coen brothers being like it, it is bonkers. It kind of gives me Fargo vibes. I need to watch um, it. I love Justin Throw after yeah. watching the leftovers. I'm a huge Justin Throw guy. And Woody Harrelson is, is freaking he, I think Woody Harrelson is like kind of in that Jack Nicholson fa- mm-hmm. phase, um, in his twilight years of just yeah. like not giving an F, which Woody yeah. has always kind of been that way, yeah. but in a more, I don't, I don't care what you, how your feelings are, like how yeah. you, that made zero sense, but you get what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm, 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 I, I do want to watch everything I've seen about it is right up my alley. So, yeah. Um, but this Yellowstone stuff, meh. Yeah. Uh, I'm Same. sad for the people who I will eventually watch Yellowstone because Abby wants to watch it. But oh, that's a car. I thought somebody was screaming. I was like, oh man, the plot thickens. Yeah. Uh, Brendan Fraser, uh, people have been trying to cast him in everything after his Oscar win and his big comeback, but he hasn't signed on to a single role since because he's being, his words, very picky about his next role. Um, you think he should be that way or do you think he should just cash in on this renaissance? Now, that doesn't mean take all the Nick Cage type films. You but mean the renaissance? The renaissance, yeah. Um, uh, I think he's going to have to be in something within the next year or two. 
um, or else people, I don't think they'll forget about him, but and if it's not George of the Jungle too, I'm not here for it. <laughs> I, th- I think he's going to have to hit us. Well, never mind. I You're, I don't know what he needs to do. Um, it's I would his go choice. back for a reboot of The Mummy with that cast. Not a reboot, but like an yeah. uh, indirect, a rebooted sequel. You know what yeah. I mean? I know people are like, oh, I don't want to see any more sequels, but I would sign all the way up for another Brendan Fraser-led Mummy film. I would, lo- I would love to see him in some fresh IP, I think. Oh, me too. I think the industry needs fresher IP mm-hmm. um, instead of these callbacks and I would still all watch that stuff. So. Brendan Fraser again. Yeah. So, I mean, that's just saying what it is. Um, did you watch the first Cloverfield? Negative. Okay. Well, before it came up, I remember there was teasing. There was a slush show site that was getting heavily advertised. The only reason I remember that is because I was a huge J.J. Abrams fan because of Lost and Fringe. Yeah. And when Cloverfield came out and I was in high school, the slush show site came up teasing all this random weird, weird stuff. What is slush show? Slush show is just like proxy site yeah. that was a front for that slowly started teasing monster stuff ended up being the launching website for Cloverfield. Okay. And then it went away for years. Then when 10 Cloverfield Lane came out, Slush Show relaunched uh-huh. with a bunch of weird stuff. Then 10 Cloverfield Lane was announced kind months later. Kind of how in Bo is Afraid, that MW series mm-hmm. or uh, yep, was a site. Yeah. Yep. This is that. And now all of a sudden Slush Show site's back up. So okay. obviously it's something Cloverfield related. And Ten so, Cloverfield Lane is one of the best atmospheric ten thriller movies I've seen. Yeah. In one look like the one location. Years. John Goodman, one of his most underrated performances, yeah. and Daisy Edgar Jones, fantastic. Walter have you seen would it? like to have a word. Have you seen it? I haven't. You would love it. Yeah. It's not. It's not a scary film at all. It's just a thriller. Yeah, I great can do film. thriller. No, no jump scares. Just great thrill. Great thriller. Uh, with a science fits an edge. Edge. Um, so I'm excited for more of the world of Cloverfield. Um, I'm also excited for more in the world of Beetlejuice. Danny Elfman, uh, the composer, well-known composer from you know Nightmare Before Christmas, a uh, bunch of films like that, yeah, um, has confirmed that he is back to score. And he did the first Beetlejuice is back to score Beetlejuice too. And Kevin Costner is also, or not Michael Keaton. Is <laughs> what also, if <laughs> yeah, he left Yellowstone to go to Beetlejuice too? Uh, but Michael Keaton is back as Beetlejuice. So um, at first I was like, oh, gross! I don't want a Beetlejuice too without Michael Keaton. But yeah, alas, Michael Keaton's back. Uh, were you a Beetlejuice fan? Uh, I wasn't allowed di- to watch it as a not, kid. I saw it as a yeah, adult, not like directly. I had some very emo cousins growing up, and they were they like were... Tim Burton Beetlejuice fans. Yeah, yeah. I am. Uh, I'm excited about this. Beetlejuice as I've gotten older, I appreciate it more and more, especially now Keaton returning. Yeah. Uh, and lastly, uh, Jeff Bridges said that he is finally ready to revisit the dude, aka the Big Lebowski, uh, make another film under one condition, and that is that the Coen Brothers come on to write and direct. Okay, so give me the plot then. I have no clue. No, no clue where you go. So with it. here it is. Um, the dude and Walt are living in a nursing home. Um, and unbeknownst to them, the big Lebowski has passed away. And where's his money gonna go? Mm. Well, he didn't have money. Shit. Yeah, it's already a plot. There's already a big plot hole. I thought you were reading something. He's got all this money to inherit. Like, yeah. And then little dude, little dude gets the money. There it is. And he wants there to find is. his dad. He's going to find his dad. And then Walton. So we're going to have like a raising Arizona thing with an old Walt. Maybe. But it's like, it's you get like nursing home hijinks because they're all funny? stuck in this like. They name him. You know what little little dude's name's going to be? What? Donnie. <laughs> Donnie. <laughs> Donnie Jr. Walt's just going to be. Grab <laughs> your element, Donnie. <laughs> as, he, as he drags his bed. I think we got away. something. There's something there. Yeah, Jeff Bridges, when you're listening to this, just call us. You don't need the Coen Brothers. We can do it. Yeah. 
we can do it. It'll be a mostly film production. Uh, but no, I don't actually want another Big Lebowski film. I mean, granted, if the Coen brothers came back, wrote and directed it, and Jeff Bridges and John Goodman came back, I would probably watch it and I'd love it. But this is one of those films, let's just leave it alone. Sure. You know, I don't need it. But, you know, I love it if it does happen, but I just don't, I also don't want it. So awesome. That's where I am with it. Uh, so that, that's the end of uh, our Tuesday episode. Uh, so that brings us to uh, Thursday. Uh, we'll be discussing what we watched two weeks ago, which is the Hudsucker Proxy and Inside Lewin Davis for our Coen Brothers interview. Yep. We'll also be breaking down full spoilers of Guardians 3, the trilogies, Guardians trilogy's impact in the MCU and the future of Guardians and James Gunn and DC. Uh, so if you like what you've been hearing today and your ears are tickled, they're vibrating, they're orgasming uh, because of our just movie knowledge, our central voices, talking about Franklin the Bee, who's just passed out cold right now. Is that a um, rager? Yeah, he's, he's been eating some wood. Uh, <laughs> and I mean that, like the actual like tree wood. Yeah. Not like, you know, wood, wood. Yeah. I guess that would be... Wood. Anyway. Yeah, <laughs> wood. My rapper name in high school was Young Wood. Um, <laughs> now it would be Middle-Aged Wood. Anyway, uh, anyway, like and subscribe to our podcast, Spotify, you know, Apple... Google, Stitcher, Google podcast, wherever yeah. you listen to podcasts, we're there. And we are just assaulting your senses. So in a good way, uh, consensually. So I'm Jonathan. This has been another episode of Mostly Film. I'm joined by my man. JP Payton. Patong. No, Payton. See y'all Thursday. See you guys. Yeah.